Broadcast. There, there we go. go. All right. Wow. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. You might have missed our intro or just the voices here. I'm not sure what happened there. Jeremy took care of it quick. Oh, I'm uh, thankful uh, he's here. Whew. So, Jeremy, could they hear me when I was talking? No, I didn't think so. All right. So, hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. That's how you know it's live radio when you have little things like that happen. Glad you could join us today. Uh, I have Ronnie. Pastor Will McKinnon yes. uh, in the studio again. Uh, glad to have you in here today, Ronnie. Yes, good to be back. Good to be back. Um, Ronnie and I were just visiting a dear brother uh, named uh, Brother Solomon. Yes. And uh, what a great name. He was uh, actually, he was uh, a guy who's gone through a lot, but man, his countenance just shined for the Lord, didn't yes, it? Yes, it does. It does. It, it, does. It, it does. He he is. He's a man who's endured back pain, uh, discs who've disintegrated and been paralyzed, and yet he still has this unwavering faith in the Lord. Yes. And it's just uh, it's a beautiful picture for all of us. I mean, we we complain about our life problems, and they're nothing compared to what he's had to struggle yeah. through. Are they? No, no. And 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 he he can't do nothing for himself. He has. People have to feed them. They have to bathe them. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, he's, that's where he is right now. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I don't know, Ronnie, if you um, keep up with what's been going on. We, we were talking yesterday about uh, what's been going on over in the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've been having some uh, skirmishes over there. Uh, apparently, there was a guy who died from a hunger strike. Wow. And and so this um, terrorist group started launching in missiles to Israel. Israel retaliated, and now you know again people people are like, well, we don't know if we should go to Israel or man, Israel is. Uh, you were over there, and, um, and I remember before you went, were you worried at all about your safety over there? More people outside of me was, except for myself. Yeah, uh, I was I was safe uh, over yeah. there. Yeah. I heard about what was going on before we got there, but uh, wasn't nothing to be uh, afraid of as we as we got there. Mm-hmm. Well, um, did you ever feel threatened over there? I did not. I did not. I, f- I told David yesterday, I feel safer over there than I do here in Jacksonville. Oh, oh yeah. Act- actually, <laughs> you do feel safer over there. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. And, uh, you know the the thing about israel that is so good when we go and I, I i i talk about this all the time is going to this plot of land is is the only land in the whole universe where god says this is where my people are going to dwell 
and you're going to be a light to the nations for me. And it was so strategic. Think about it. Even back then Mm -hmm. and how even today it is such a strategic place. Why, why people fight over that little plot of land, land. but God said, this is where my people are going to dwell and they're supposed to be a light to the world. And I love taking groups over there. And again, we're taking a team over in November. We're leaving November 25th. We have room for about 10 more people. I would love for you to go. If you want more information, you can write me uh, an email at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. And I'd love for you to join us on this trip. It's, it's, um, it, it is a life-changing trip, isn't it, Ronnie? Yes, it is. I encourage every believer they have an opportunity to go to and you're a pastor yes, right and yes. so as a pastor talk about how it changed the way you read the bible well it just number one i've you know been reading through the bible hearing about the bible and growing up around the bible mm-hmm. and then finally get the chance to go there and to see where jesus walked mm-hmm. uh to go there and 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 it was one place where you asked me to speak at in, in Gaddy, where uh, David, mm. where he was running from, uh, he was uh, Saul. running from Saul and just being there, knowing this is where it all happened at. After, you know, what you read about it, now you actually there and now you can look in the hills and, and wow, he was, he was hiding from him and Saul never could catch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible, just the Bible coming to life. And then uh, at the time when we went, and saw them uh, at the press and explain how they put the olives in the press. First of all, they let it hang from the bag mm-hmm. and let that top oil come off, and then they go through the crushing process. And just being there and seeing that, and then knowing, then even being where, where Jesus prayed mm-hmm. uh, uh, in, uh, in, the, in the olive, in the Mount of Olive there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was good, to, just the presence, just being there. There's just something about it and seeing the geography of the land and realizing the, the Kidron Valley where he would have walked as he, that, that night, mm-hmm. you know, we went to the garden, mm-hmm. um, where the temple was, all that stuff. So if you want more information, again, you can email me at Doug at SWATradio.com, D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. It's November 25th through December, or November uh, 24th through December 5th, and I'd love for you to join us well if you're just tuning in to swat radio swat radio uh swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth and it spawned out of the swat bible studies that are now uh we we break for the summer we'll kick back up in september but we do have a summer swat training day august 5th uh, if you want more information about that you can email me as well at doug at swat radio.com but the uh the SWAT radio, the first segment, we usually talk about what's going on in the the world, maybe, um, you know, things that are issues that are out there and how we as believers respond. There was an article, uh, Ronnie, that was written and um, about in the Wall Street Journal about um, social media. Actually, it was written about TikTok. Are you familiar with TikTok? I am. All right. So I, I don't see it a lot every now and then i'll see it on a feed but that the headline of this particular article is tiktok feeds teens a diet of darkness and i think it's pretty true because it is a dark rabbit hole uh, there that can suck you in and um you know when you start getting on there 
um, you're you're watching everything from you know animal videos to this, and then all of a sudden you'll get into some dark video, and uh, then you get kind of drawn into that. And they just did a study that found um, when re- researchers created a a uh, a fake account of a 13 year old they were inundated with videos about these things eating disorders body image um, self-harm and suicide so just the very fact that it was a fake account but it was a 13 year old those are the videos that got fed into that 13 year old fake account uh eating disorders body image self-harm and suicide and you know that that's pretty sad oh yeah it is and it's where our teens are living oh, yeah. that's why there's such a depression rate among teens today mm-hmm. um you know and uh the the way this study was undertaken is they put together hundreds of fictitious teen accounts and the accounts were set up as if they were teenagers and they put these dark videos were the ones that would pop up on their feed that's, right. that's, right. that's just satanic oh yeah oh yes oh yes I was on it for a short period of time, Doug. Really? And I had I had to shut it down because it pulls you away. You get you locked in, mm-hmm. and you go from one one screen to the next, one screen, to, and then darkness comes in. And then you know you got to choose if you're going to give that your time or you're going to give God mm-hmm. your time. Yeah, I mean I, that they said that they had to stop the people that did this, mm-hmm. the researchers. Mm-hmm because after a few hours because it was so sad it made them feel so bad they couldn't continue and so they just said it's a very very dark place and you know of course tiktok says it's moderating its content tiktok doesn't care about you it doesn't care about your kids and you know you need to understand that the minds of many of the children and the young people of our culture are basically just immersed in this dark place and all kinds of messages. Remember, Ronnie, when you and I were growing up, we we watched the TV in the middle of the living room if we got to watch what we wanted to watch at all. Most yes. of the time, we had to watch what our parents That's watched. That's right. That's right. And if by some sheer luck of, uh, of the draw mm-hmm. – they weren't around. We turned it on, but guess what? Everybody could see mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Now everybody has their own little personal computer, and they can watch content that's unfiltered. That's right. There's no gatekeepers. That's right. Nobody saying, hey, that's really not good. In fact, if your kids think that you're watching them, they shield you from seeing what they're seeing. Because they they know, they know that wrong. that you might say, hey, that probably is not something you should watch, mm-hmm. and so um, it it's dangerous for young people to be in that world because they can be easily take advantage of the sex trafficking, mm-hmm. the uh, sexual abuse that goes on. All these things are happening, and. Um, You know, even if adults were uh, digesting that stuff, it would be bad. But when you talk about young teens, 13 or 14 year olds, um, you know, um, 
one of the teenagers that was interviewed said, I would rather spend time with TikTok than with my family. Wow. Wow. And that's where the culture is. Mm-hmm. And we've got a problem, Houston. Houston, we've there got a real a problem. problem. Yes, sir. Um, nobody, the, the, the children today, you know, growing up, I don't know about you. I mean, I got drug to church. I didn't necessarily want to go, but I was drugged there. I didn't get to watch Disney on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. My parents brought me to church on Sunday night. But I'm so thankful today Absolutely. that that's where they brought me. Absolutely. Because I, I look back and I see uh, a trail of the kids whose parents didn't do that and let them have the freedom. And I used to think it was cool when parents would give their kids all this freedom. Mm-hmm. No, no. The kids were not designed to have that freedom that's at right. that age. That's right. They're that's not. Right. They were to be led by their parents. And, um, you know, in the biblical culture, kids, even when they got married, would come back and stay with their family in the Beitav in that area. Now most kids want to get away from their family and get away from any influence to have their own world. And it's okay that you're going to make your own, but there was a respect for elders back then that you don't see today either. They want to be with TikTok more than with family. And that's a, it's just a dangerous place. So parents... Remember, you're still the parent. And especially as a believer, God wants you to build into your children. Right. They may not like it. They may not want want it. But you're not their best friend. You are their parent. Absolutely. You're their parent. So anyway, hey, uh, I'm glad you're listening today to SWAT Radio. We're going to jump into our study of Acts 28 as we finish the book of Acts. I got Ronnie, Pastor Will McKinnon. Uh, who will uh, be with us today. And uh, I'm going to be right back after the break with Acts 28. Stay tuned to SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. We're so great for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network in Argyle at 91.7. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself. 
Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with Pastor Will McKinnon of All Saints Holiness Church here in Jacksonville. And uh, if you would like to uh, go by and hear Brother Ronnie share on a Sunday or a Wednesday or whenever he's sharing, uh, Ronnie, tell them where your church is located. All right, the church is located uh, on the south side near the Avenues Mall. It is uh, 10391 McLaurin Road East, Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Sunday morning worship is at 10 a.m. Ronnie's been part of SWAT, gosh, for oh, eight years maybe? Uh, yes, we we in, we in the eighth. We, we're in the eighth. I started out there in Ponte Vista at yeah. Woody's Barbecue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, we've known each other a long time. He's been to India with me. Yes. He's been to Philippines. the Philippines yeah. and to uh, Israel. Israel. You've been to three countries with me. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> he's, right. <laughs> he's a tried and true SWAT guy, so yeah. I'm glad to have him here today. Well, uh, if you're just tuning in this week, uh, we're looking at Acts twenty-eight seventeen through thirty-one, and we're we're at the end of Luke's record of the really the first chapter of the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Acts two, the church is born, right? right. Holy That's Holy right. Spirit comes down, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, yeah. three thousand people come into the kingdom. Mm. And uh, just as a quick reminder, chapters one through seven. We saw what Jesus told the, the apostles in Acts 1-8 start to be fulfilled. In Acts 1-8, he says, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Acts 1-7, through 7, we saw the church start and the gospel spread in Jerusalem in 1-7. through 7. In Acts uh, chapter 8-11, through 11, we saw it go into all Judea and Samaria. And then in chapter 12, all the way through 28, now we're seeing God take Paul over 10,000 miles back in that day to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. And as we look at this passage today um, in Acts 17 through 31, we've got to remember that uh, Rome is a very pagan, immoral place. Nero is the emperor. He was a nut, right? He was a crazy right. emperor. Uh, and God brought Paul here to that crazy emperor to share the gospel. And at the end of Philippians, we see that if there's even people in Nero's house who come to Christ, mm-hmm. it's just a testimony of the power of the gospel. And we saw yesterday, we looked at uh, how Paul was faithful to the end. We saw he had a life of faithful integrity yesterday. Uh, today we're looking at a life of faithful evangelism to the end, and then tomorrow we're going to look at a life of faithful boldness. But just as a reminder of yesterday, uh, we saw the godly character of Paul, and a lot of people don't like that term today if you were say, well, he's got such godly character, or I really want to have godly character. They feel like that's a that that's almost like, wrong to say but as his people we should desire to have godly character yeah, yeah. as his people we should want him and 
here's the beautiful thing about Paul's testimony in verses 17 through 20 and even before is the only thing they could convict him of is loving Jesus. Can you imagine that? Don't you wish that could be said about you? I wish that could be said about me. That the only thing, if they tried to arrest me for something, the only thing they could really get me on is loving Jesus and being his witness. That was a beautiful testimony about Paul. And we saw and talked about that yesterday. As Paul said, listen, I'm on trial here because of the hope, the hope that our fathers had. And and that is, I've been faithful to the scriptures. That Christianity is not a new sect of Judaism. It is true Judaism. Yeah. It, 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 you know, the prophecies all pointed to Jesus. The purpose of the law was to reveal our need for Jesus. The, uh, the, the pattern of the temple was to really, you know, uh, was to kind of, uh, show a need for sacrifice, a need for a high priest. And then the promises of God were fulfilled in Jesus in second Corinthians one it says, all the promises of God are fulfilled in him. They're yes, yes in him. That's right. Talking about Jesus. Well, today, as we look at this life of faithful evangelism, in Paul, we're going to see in verses 21 through 24, a godly compassion. And, and I'm reminded, uh, Ronnie, about Moses. When Moses came down from the mount after receiving the Ten Commandments, the children of Israel were engaged in immorality. They were idol worshiping. And in Exodus, Exodus 32, 32, you know what he said? He said, God, if you will not forgive them, then blot my name out of the book of life. That, that, that's, that's a powerful compassion that can only be born out of time with God. That's right. That's he right. was with God that's for right. 40 days. He 40 comes days. down and he sees this and he goes, Lord, if you don't forgive him, then blot my name out. That, that is a powerful compassion for yes. people. And so we see the same passion in Paul. And we talked about it yesterday in Romans 9 where he says, I wish that I could be accursed from from you, God, if these, my brothers, could be brought in. In other words, I wish that I could go to hell so they could be mm-hmm. saved. That's right. I, I, don't, I don't know that I can wish that right no. now. No, not, not I, 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 I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. an incredible passion also. Well, as we look at these verses today, um, let's look at verses 21 through 24, and I'm going to have you read okay. that, 21 through 24. All right, Acts 28, 21. Acts 28, 21 through 24. All right. And they said unto him, We neither receive letters out of Judea concerning thee, neither any of the brethren that came showed or spake any harm to thee. But we desire to hear of thee what thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. And when they had appointed him a day, they came many to him, into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning till evening. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. Mm. These are the very words of God. From morning till evening. You know, 
I, I bet if you had a, a, you know, if we if we said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna have a Bible study here at the Salem Center from morning to evening, you wouldn't get many people come to no, that. No. People ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. But the people here came. They wanted to hear mm-hmm. because they knew they knew mm-hmm. that they needed something. That's right. They were living in Rome. That's right. They were living in a place. That's why you know. Over in China, you find people hungry for the gospel. Over in Russia, you find people hungry for the gospel. I don't know that you find people hungry for the gospel here. Satan's greatest weapon against people in this country is not persecution. It is freedom. And people feel, most people feel like they're pretty good. They feel like, you know what? I don't really need God. That's right. I, I'm pretty good. I, I'm not as bad as this guy over here. And That's they compare right. themselves to somebody who they think they're better than. Mm-hmm. But notice what it says in verse 21. We haven't heard anything about you. There have been no reports of evil. That no. Remember when Paul left Caesarea, he was one of the first ships that left during that time getting over there. So there was no letters that came. No people came from Jerusalem to That's bring right. the charges. So these Jewish people that are here, they don't know anything about the charges, and they say that. Mm-hmm. And they go, we want to hear your views about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard bad reports on him, mm-hmm. that he's opposed to Moses and the law. And so they picked a time, and it says they came in great number, and from morning to evening he expounded. That means he explained thoroughly the kingdom of God. Now, what did he use for that? Well, he used the Old Testament. That's right. That's that was right. their scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't have a red letter mm-hmm. Bible. That's right. He had the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So people today that make the claim that you don't need the Old Testament oh, dismiss what Paul was doing here. Mm-hmm. You know, and people go and people have actually said, well, people in our culture don't care about the Bible. Well, if they don't care, that's on them. That's on them. We we can't let pragmatism cause us to not use the part of the Bible. The the Bible did not start with Matthew. It started with Genesis. And it goes through the whole Old Testament. Mm -hmm. And and Paul is almost like Jesus on the road to Emmaus. He is laying out Mm -hmm. how from Genesis to Revelation, Messiah was there. Abraham promised a land, a people, that the nations would be blessed through him. David, one of your descendants, is going to rule forever. Mm-hmm. Jesus and the apostles, he I'm sure he talked to them about how Jesus and his disciples talked about how you receive the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Repent, the kingdom is hand. How the kingdom was rejected by Israel. And he even gets into the how the kingdom was given to the Gentiles probably to make Israel jealous. Paul preached Jesus in the past. Mm -hmm. He preached Jesus in the present, and he preached Jesus in the future. And it says some were convinced, but some rejected. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it always is. And that's the way it is today. And who determines whether they reject or receive? Whose responsibility is? It's not your responsibility. We're just the messengers. 
We're just a pen. We're an ink pen in the hand of the king. That's it. We either plant seeds or water on it. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly right. And notice, you know, Ronnie, when when he was preaching to them, uh, you know, he said that he preached the kingdom of God. And when we come back, we're going to jump on that and talk about what that means. What is the kingdom of God? Well, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. Uh, Doug McCary from His Light Ministries with my good friend, Pastor Will McKinnon. I call him Ronnie. That's what I know him as. (laughs) And so uh, anyway, we're going to be right back with more of Acts 28. If you want to know more about SWAT Radio, you can go to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. We'll be right back after this break. Don Stevens here at MercyShips.org with today's Mercy Minute. The volunteers on board our hospital ships mainly pay their own way, their room and board, their transportation to and from Africa. Sometimes it's a group effort. Volunteer orthopedic technician Ruth Walney from the UK explains. It's really lovely that the people here are able to volunteer. Some are here for years and they have support from people back home. And I think for them that have been out here for a long time, that support can sometimes wane a little bit. Some people are able to fund themselves, but so many rely on the the giving of those back in their home. The Global Mercy is in the Canary Islands en route to Africa this year with thousands of patients ready to be served. The need for volunteers is great. Visit mercyships.org slash volunteer and check out the opportunities to volunteer or help others like Ruth. This is Don Stevens of mercyships.org. Expect delays because of a crash in Clay County on Blinding Boulevard southbound at Fox Ridge Road blocking the right lane. Also, there's emergency vehicles in the opposite direction on Blinding Boulevard northbound at Fox Ridge blocking the left turn lane. And there's a multi-vehicle crash on the West Beltway, 295 southbound at the ramp to San Jose Boulevard. Partly cloudy tonight, low 69. Wednesday, partly sunny, high 89. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries and... uh, We've got Pastor Will McKinnon, yes. uh, my good yes. friend, in here today. Um, Brad is still out of town, and uh, he's going to be out for, I think, till next Wednesday he'll be back. But uh, actually, um, he'll be back tomorrow. This Wednesday, okay. Yeah, he's, he's going to be, but not tomorrow. Uh, he'll be back uh, Thursday on the air this week. Uh, and so, uh, anyway, I've uh, got um, Pastor Ron from uh, – all saints holiness church and if you get confused because i call him ronnie and will he's, he goes by either right that's right that's right um, ronnie you know i can honestly say growing up i i heard the term the gospel a lot i didn't hear the kingdom of god a lot and jesus taught on the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of god in fact uh <clears throat> 
in the ESV, the word kingdom is mentioned over 120 times in the Gospels. But it's only mentioned 34 times in the rest of the New Testament. Jesus was the one teaching on it. Um, and so when you when you think about the kingdom of God, a, a lot of people might be confused. They might think about heaven, right? But uh, Jesus said the kingdom of God is near. It's That's here right. among you. That's right. And so there can be a little bit of confusion about it if you if you don't read the scriptures uh, widely and see um but god revealed the kingdom um and a crucified christ they weren't looking for that the jewish people so when paul taught them about the kingdom of god he's teaching about the king reign of jesus that jesus is the reigning king he's the messiah he was crucified and he's risen and um when, when they talk about the king coming, um, Jesus is Lord. And that's why it's very confusing to me about how people can say they follow Jesus, but he's not the Lord of his life, their life. I mean, um, the, the people, the word, when, when you see the kingdom of God in the Bible, it's about God's reign. In fact, I know I've shared this with you guys before at SWAT, talking about in Romans 10, where Paul says, how how will they hear um, unless somebody preaches? How will they preach unless they are sent? You know, how beautiful are the feet of those? That's a direct quote from Isaiah 52. And if you go there and you look about the good news, that's the word euangelion. In the Old Testament Septuagint, which is the Greek version of the Old Testament, the same word is, it tells you what good news is in Isaiah 52, 7. It is salvation, peace, and our God reigns. Everybody wants salvation and peace, but they don't like the reigning part. They they want to be their own leader. We grew up in a country where people, I, I'm my own boss. I'm the captain of my own ship. But that goes directly against the gospel. Nobody was brought into the kingdom of God to run their own ship. They weren't. Nope. Nope. You were brought into the kingdom of God to be part of his ship. That's right. And if you come to God with any other motive, any other, you don't understand it. That's right. And so Paul, from morning to night, was explaining to the Jewish people about the kingdom of God. You know, Psalm 103, 19 says, The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. I mean, it, 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 it's not just about ruling in heaven. It's over everything. Everything. His sovereignty. Yes. yes. There's a lot of people that don't believe that, Ronnie. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, they believe that God kind of created us and then we're on our own. And one day we will maybe stand before him, but he doesn't really get involved in our daily life. No, no, no. Um, I, I, I don't know. That's I, I grew up not really learning a lot about that but even in the lord's prayer when he says thy will be done mm -hmm. he says our father who art in heaven mm -hmm. hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come 
we should pray every day that the Lord's kingdom would be Absolutely. here in our life, right? Absolutely. Bring your kingdom into my life. Bring your reign. And we, the best place you can be is if he's reigning over your life. That's right. That's right. That's right. Not when you're doing your own, right? No, no. Did you get that early on or did it take you a while to figure that one it, out? <laughs> it took me a while. It took me a while. Once I figured it out, uh, uh, it took me a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, you know, if you, if you want to know, uh, John Piper says that the reason the term kingdom of God or interchangeably kingdom of heaven is very, it's mentioned so many times in scripture in the, in the gospels, but not as much in the other books. Um, he goes that while Jesus was here on earth, he was kind of walking a fine line between making himself known as the son of God and the, the presence of the king on one hand, but yet concealing himself from being made an earthly king on the other. You remember when they wanted to make him king? He goes, no, I don't want that. No, no. It's not about me delivering you from Rome. That's right. That's right. It's about me delivering you from sin. Mm -hmm. They were ready to make him a king. Mm -hmm. And he told people, remember how many times he'd say, hey, don't tell anybody I did this. Don't let them know. Because he, he didn't want misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. but He didn't want a political revolt. Mm -hmm. He wanted a spiritual renewal in people. He wanted people to recognize that he came to be crucified. He came to die, not to be put on an earthly throne, mm -hmm. but a heavenly throne. And it would only be through his crucifixion and resurrection then then he would ascend to the throne. Mm -hmm. And the disciples didn't understand that. Nope. Even people today don't understand that. Uh, but when you think about that, that's what it means, the kingdom of God. That is what Paul taught them from morning to evening. He went back, like I said earlier, the prophecies all pointed to him being the king, the that's son right. of David, the the one who would be revealed one day who would rule with an iron reign not you know an iron, a rod of iron not it wasn't a temporary rule it was an eternal rule the purpose of the law was not to make us good it was to reveal our need for the reign of god to take care of our sin for us because we could never do it on our own the pattern of the temple the sacrifice the the high priest that's why he was in the order of Melchizedek. He was from the tribe of Judah, not from the tribe of Levi. Mm -hmm. He wasn't an earthly priest. He was the heavenly priest. Right. And, and he was the fulfillment of all the promises of God. That is what Paul expounded to them. And he tried to convince them that Jesus was the king. He was the king who would reign. And it says some were convinced, some rejected. And Notice that what it doesn't say there, it doesn't say that Paul compromised on the gospel. He diluted the gospel. He said, we don't need the Old Testament. You just need to believe in the resurrection, which is what some pastors say. Wow, wow. wow. I mean, that that's just wow. crazy to oh, yeah. me oh, yeah. to say that you could disparage the Bible and only believe in the resurrection. That The, the Bible is God's word to us. That's right. That's right. And the spirit, I had a guy on last week, Ronnie, from Texas named Mitchell Jackson, and I was interviewing him, and he said when he came to faith, he didn't have anybody teach him to do this. 
but he went immediately to make things right with his employer because he had been an angry man. Wow. And he went in there on his own because the spirit moved him to do that. And he had a willingness to want to reconcile with them. That comes from God. And in the same way that the spirit moved in him to reconcile, the spirit in you brings a desire for the word. You don't have to, if, if I'm sitting there telling you, Ronnie, you need to be in the word, you need to be in the word, you need to be in the word, and you're not thinking, I need to be in the word, maybe you don't have the spirit in you. That's right. Because as best I can tell, when uh, a baby's born, unless there's an anomaly, that baby wants to eat. That's right. That's right? right? That's right. He get The baby going to want to eat. He's going to let you know he want to eat, too. And, and what happens when he don't have food? He's going to cry. <laughs> so when I hear guys who say, well, you know what? I love Jesus, but I don't really spend a lot of time in the Word. That makes me wonder. At the best case, they're sick spiritually. That's right. That's right. The best case. Oh, yeah. Worst case, they don't really know him. Right. Right. And haven't we grown up in a culture that makes knowing jesus very superficial yes yeah. i mean we just want everybody to get in the door mm-hmm. and so we 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 don't do like jesus because mm-hmm. i think jesus would have failed most seminary courses on evangelism <laughs> today he made it pretty hard oh, didn't yeah, he yeah yes, a guy yeah. said hey i want to follow you and what did he say <laughs> no you don't mm-hmm. if you if the foxes have whole birds have nests but i have no place to lay my head in other words it's gonna be hard that's right that's right hey i want to follow you but first i need to go uh, I need to go uh, bury my dad. He says, let the dead bury the dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Jesus Jesus was pretty hard. That's right. He said, if you want to follow me, you got to take up your cross. Like Mr. Solomon right. was saying, deny yourself what? Daily. daily. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Take, so, up, take it up daily. Yeah. Got follow. Take it up daily. Well, listen, hey, we're going to be back with our last segment. If you want to call and weigh in on this or anything we've talked about, you can call 844-777-7928. 44777-SWAT or you can send an uh, email to ask at SWATradio.com. I'm happy to take your comments uh, when we come back after this last break. Stay tuned to SWAT Radio. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Hey, this is Brant along with Sherry here. And so you hear me doing these spots for MediShare? And Sherry actually helps me with them. I get people actually in person saying, okay, Brant, for real, do you recommend this? Like, yeah, uh, for real, I actually do. I'm not just saying stuff. So family, friends ask me about it. I'm like, yes, you should look into this. It's really a great option for a lot of people. That's what I tell people my experience has been. MediShare has been fantastic for me. Yeah. It's so different from health insurance in a lot of great ways, honestly. Yeah, and see, a lot of people who've switched tell me that. It's the same reaction. They're very, very happy with it, and it gives them peace of mind and saves them a lot of money. I would tell people, look into it. Yep. Uh, So really, for reals, uh, if you want to talk to them, they're great to talk to. I think you'll be impressed and happy you looked into it. So um, you do the phone number. I'm actually tired (laughs) of doing all the phone numbers. Okay. Call now. 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Nice job. Thanks. 
There are no atheists in foxholes. Billy Graham has a theory on that old saying. It seems to be instinctive in man to pray in times of trouble. How about you? Are you in the midst of a battle and you don't know what to do? Well, think foxholes. God answers prayer. With God, nothing is impossible. No problem is too difficult. No burden too heavy for his love. If Jesus needed to pray, how much more we need to pray today. The scripture says, pray without ceasing. This should be the motto of every true follower of Christ. Never stop praying, no matter how dark and hopeless your case may be. You can learn more about prayer at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. From the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, on the air in Waycross at 91.3. Okay, Jeremy. <laughs> I caught you. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with Ronnie McKinnon. And, uh, you know, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy's our producer, and I certainly appreciate all that he does. But when it's getting close to summer, people just start chilling a little bit, don't they? <laughs> all the way around. I mean, I've noticed that. Haven't you, oh, Ronnie? Oh, I mean, yes. like. Oh, it's yes. something about getting close to summer, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody's thinking, okay, vacation time, mm-hmm. and uh, they just start chilling. Anyway, uh, welcome back. We, we've we been looking at Paul as a faithful evangelist. He finished faithful to the end. This man shared the gospel. He was always looking to share the gospel. Now, I want you to think about what he's been through. This man has... Um, been beaten five times with 39 lashes Mm. he has been beaten three times with rods he's been in three shipwrecks Mm. he spent a day and the night in the deep in the water Mm. a day and a night Mm. Mm. he has been shipwrecked on an island Mm. in the middle of a hurricane yes he's been snake bit Mm. spent two years in a jail in caesarea and now he's in jail in Rome waiting to go before the emperor. And three days haven't gone by, and he's calling the Jewish brothers. And by the way, the Jewish leaders are the ones that put him there. If it was up to the Romans, he would have been free. And he's sharing with them, and morning to evening, he expounded the kingdom of God, trying to convince them that Jesus was the king. That and, and some were convinced. And, you know, when you think about it, Ronnie, you think about all that Paul did. While he was in Rome, he actually he led multiple people to Christ. We know he led people from Caesar's household to Christ. I shared that earlier from Philippians. But you know who else he led to Christ? 
a guy named Onesimus. Mm. It says in Philemon, he says, Onesimus, whose father I became in my imprisonment. Mm. Now, we got a whole book of the Bible out of this one guy he led to Christ in Rome at the end of his life. End of his life. He finished faithful evangelizing. I was talking to my wife uh, about, I got on a phone call. I was looking for something and I went on this like Craigslist like site and was talking to a guy. And before you know it, we realized that um, it was God's divine appointment for us to be talking wow there was a lot in common and uh, we we were just talking and now we're going to get together and god has given a lot of opportunities over me looking for things on craigslist or marketplace whatever you mm -hmm. say you know wherever you look for things you know when we are out in the world we are to be light we are made to be light bringers. That's right. That's right. Not to just be consumers. We're to be a conduit wherever we go. That's right. And the difference between a consumer and a conduit is a consumer, you're just looking to get from people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as a conduit, you're the instrument or the line that God's gospel goes out to people. And you need to be looking for these opportunities and you don't have to be an evangelist you to do the work of evangelist paul told timothy timothy do the work of an evangelist which meant timothy wasn't an evangelist mm -hmm. but paul said you need to be doing it we all can be a witness that's right? right that's right that's right we have so many opportunities that are come before us and a lot of times we miss out because we're not prepared and tell about that story you're sharing with so, me on the break. So, so um, it's a, a a guy I know that I've been working with on the job. Uh, I talked with him about a month ago and shared with him how he needs to be spending more time with God and reading His Word. Mm -hmm. So I told him, I said, "Go ahead and and go to the Gospel of John. I want you to read it three times. Mm -hmm. When you get done, give me a call, and we're gonna talk about it." Well, this past Monday. Uh, I called him, and he said he wanted to read it one more time before we talked. But I could tell something was going on, so I said, I need to see you this week. I need 15 minutes. And so it ended up being on Thursday, but his wife messaged me on Facebook and, and said, Pastor Will, would you please talk to my husband? His dad is, is going down and sick. He's the only child. So I ended up going to see him, and 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 the tool the tool that I, I use a lot is is Master Life, a discipleship. And so I sat down with with him on Wednesday, and he told me shared his hurt, and then I shared with him how he can have a better relationship than what he got with God if he just spent a little bit more time with him. So and then he told me about his father, and so it was on my heart to go by and see his father. I thought I was gonna go this week. And so we was I set it up. So come Friday, wake up Friday morning, I call and say, you know what? I need to see him before Sunday because his dad is 86 years old. Hmm. And and so I called him. I said, man, we need to do this Saturday. And he had a, a, a event going on. We met up about 2 o'clock, went to go visit his dad, get there, and and his 
and I and got to share him with the dad. And then I just asked the dad, has he ever received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior? And he said, no. At 86 years old. Mm-hmm. He turns 87 June 3rd. And so uh, I, I pray, I asked him, would he like to uh, make him his Lord today? Mm. And he said, yes. And we, we shared with him, prayed with him. And a matter of fact, I'm picking up a Bible tomorrow to take mm. to him because he had a little New Testament. Yeah. But he, need, he needs all the books. Yes. He needs all the books. And, and I just told him uh, just to read every day. Mm-hmm. But but he gave his life to Christ at eighty six. At eighty six, mm-hmm. on a Saturday evening. Now a lot of people get tied up doing a lot of things, but I have learned, Doug. Uh, we just go, and the opportunity just God will put the opportunities before us. The the question for us is, are we looking for opportunities? Mm-hmm. Are we looking? You know we. We have no problem witnessing about a good restaurant we like. Absolutely. We have no problem witnessing mm-hmm. about a, our favorite mm-hmm. sports team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How could we not witness about the one who gives us real mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. Real life. Yes, sir. True life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eternal life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and, and, mm-hmm. and we, we're not even paying attention to the signs. We're more concerned about what's going on. Well, yeah, you and I are talking about that before we got on the program today mm-hmm. about how all the things that are happening in our world oh, yeah. oh, that, yeah. you know, people, people used to put their faith in the government. Mm-hmm. The government ain't, mm-hmm. ain't, mm-hmm. ain't your savior. No, he's, that sure is not. It's not. And, and really it's just continued to, to be exposed for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a human mm-hmm. invention. Yes. 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 And uh, yes, the only thing that's going to really bring peace in your life mm-hmm. is Jesus. That's right. That's right. And and His rule. That's right. So many people are hurting. And and then on Friday, another guy. I don't hardly run into this guy at all. He saw him, and he started sharing with me about his hurt. Yeah. And I said, man, you need to rededicate your life because you you have not been spending enough time with. And I said, man, I'm willing, I'm willing to spend some time with you to help you get where you need to be at. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that sometimes that's going to be on a different day besides Sunday. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's another thing you bring up a good point, Ronnie is, um, you know, we, we are not just to be witnesses to the unbelievers. We're to be encouragers to the struggling believers too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the discipleship aspect of that is, mm-hmm. We, we're a kingdom of priests. In First Peter two nine, he says we're a kingdom of priests, which means the priest had a, a they did a lot of things. Man, they they led worship. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. They instructed. That's right. They brought the sacrifice. That's right. And uh, they were a mediator between man and God. That's and right. sometimes when a brother's struggling, even though mm-hmm. he knows the Lord, he doesn't feel like he can talk to the Lord, and he may need an encouraging hand to come along and take him mm-hmm. and help him. Um, so it's not just about witnessing about Jesus, which we are called to do, but it's also being available to just help a brother or sister along the way. Right? That's, right. That's right. That's right. Always being ready. 
always be ready to give a defense for the hope that's in you. That's right. We should have the hope in us. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and we're going to go through stuff. We're we going to go through situations. We will. No matter what we go through. That's right. Well, listen, Ronnie, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Listen, I've been joined today by Pastor Will McKinnon from All Saints Holiness Church. He is a longtime SWAT guy. And again, if you would like to come and join Pastor Will, give him your address one more time because I don't want to mess the it up. The address is 10391 McLaurin Row East, Jacksonville, Florida, 32256. If you know what Avenues Mall is, you're real close. Yes, and so uh, thank you for joining us. Hey, tomorrow David will be back with me. We're going to look at this last part and finish Acts 28. If you want to... Um, know more about SWAT Radio, go to www.swatradio.com.